Welcome. You're about to listen to the word of empowerment with Reverend Prosper Asamwa, the senior pastor of Love Sanctuary International. Now, the sermon. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Give you glory. Wow. You are welcome to church this morning. I'm happy to see you. I've missed you for two weeks. Wow. So today I'm going to make up for all the preaching I didn't preach. Amen. It's great. But I hear all the two weeks you had a mighty time in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And those of us who went to the marriage camp. Wow. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, we can't say, can say it. If you are married there, you didn't go, you missed out. You can never make it up. But next year, try, try. Hallelujah. We had a good time. We learned a lot. We had fun. We renewed our marriages. We had time to think through. And it was good. It was a vacation too. Man needs vacation. At least at that time, you, for, you forgot about the school fees, the problems, the this. Every, we, everything was forgotten. You and your spouse alone. We had a good time. Okay. Uh, we, we thank God for that. Amen. Amen. We have other programs during the year for the couples and for other groups of people that we have. So anytime we ask for something, come. It's for you. Amen. Amen. We give God the glory. We give God the praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Shall we pray? Thank you, Lord. Lord of hosts, King of glory, let your glory shine in our lives. Let your glory shine as we hear your word. Let your glory, let the light of your life be manifest in our lives. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, help me, your servant. Help me, your vessel, that I may speak your word. That the hearts will receive it. And the hearts that will receive it will walk with it. That your glory shall be seen. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Good. As Christians, and I say this often, many of us get frustrated along the line. Because what we expect Christianity to bring, it doesn't bring it. Or sometimes the speed at which we expect Christianity to work for us, it doesn't work that way. And sometimes we are disappointed for a long time. Many of us here have been disappointed with God or by God on many occasions. Disappointment comes only when your expectation is not met. So then you get disappointed. Your appointment that you give to yourself, you didn't, it wasn't met, then you get disappointed. So many of us at one point were disappointed. Some people were so disappointed that they are no more with us. Not in this church alone. As Christians, there are no more Christians. Or, yes, they've given up or they've become very lukewarm and they think it doesn't work. Maybe you are here and your mind tells you this matter has taken too long and it doesn't work. You begin to question God, whether he's able or he's willing. These are things that we Christians go through very often. And we all go through it one time or the other in our lives. And some go through it over a prolonged period. For some time, when I'm preaching, I'll try to bring answers. I don't know it all, but as the Lord reveals to me, I'll bring answers to you. Then we get to know where the issue may lie. Hallelujah. Also, I believe in the grace of God. I am somebody who teaches in the grace, who teaches the grace of God. I believe that we are saved by grace. It is his love for us. That's why he sent Jesus. And then it's not the good things that we do that gets, gets us to be saved, to get salvation or to get born again. And I believe in that. I still believe in that. 
But I believe also that his grace requires us to also move by faith. And we say faith. Faith is an action that we do. Action is, the faith is dependent on us. It's not dependent on God. And so we must have a good balance between the grace of God, which is his mercy, his love, his, the favor he gives us that we don't merit. And then we must balance it with faith, which is the things we do in line with the word of God so that we will meet the grace at the right time. Hallelujah. And I want us also to know that if you say we are no more under the law, it doesn't mean we are no more under instructions or we are no more under uh, commandments. Not the Ten Commandments, but even in the New Testament, there are many things they said, don't do this, don't do this, do this, do that. They are commandments. And in our spirit, once you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will be telling you about this or that, do this or do that, go this way or go that way. They are all commandments that the Holy Spirit promises to do. So these differences must be made clear. Sometimes we mix all together. It means you can do anything. You are born again, the grace of God, so you can do anything and you still go to heaven. You may still go to heaven, but we are here and you are supposed to have an impact you must have that impact. And for you to have that impact, you must work in a particular way. Or you must know some particular things. Today, I want to talk about from darkness to light. Hallelujah. From darkness to light. When you read the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verse 12 and 13, it says, Give thanks to the Father, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. It says you must give thanks to God the Father who has qualified us. He has qualified us to, to share in the inheritance of the saints. The saints are the righteous ones, the called out ones, the believers in light. So the believers... We are supposed to be in light. We are sharing inheritance with those who are in the light. So our inheritance is, at, is received when we are in the light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. So there are domains. There are kingdoms. And there's a kingdom of darkness and there's a kingdom of light. We cannot say, oh, for me, I don't believe it. Whether you believe it or not, he is there. Whether you believe it or not, I don't see how a Ghanaian or an African can say he doesn't believe in the other side. They are there. They do things. Some people say some are good, they do good things, some are bad. That's a story for another day. But there's a domain of darkness and there's a domain of light. We shouldn't argue about that. If you argue, you're arguing about that or debating that at your own peril. Because that is a fact in the spiritual realm. That there's a domain of darkness and there's a domain of light. Acts chapter 26, verse 17 to 18. This Jesus speaking to Paul. It says, I will rescue you from your own people, that's the Jews, and from the Gentiles. I'm sending you to them. 18, that's my emphasis. It says, to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. So that, so it says, from darkness to light. So there are Unbelievers are in darkness, the default position. Default means that if nothing is done, that is the normal state of affairs. If nothing is done to change it, the normal state of affairs is that we are in darkness. The world is in darkness because the devil is ruling the world. So something must happen to change the position of people from the darkness to light. 
And Jesus was sent to, to change us, to move us, transfer us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. And it's important that we get to know that when you get born again and you believe Jesus Christ, it is the grace of God that gave Jesus Christ to you. But if you believe in that grace and you put your faith in him and your trust in him, and then you get transferred automatically to the kingdom of light. The kingdom of darkness is the kingdom of Satan. It says from the power of Satan to God. When we are in darkness, we are under the power of Satan. When you, let me say this. When you get born again, your spirit is born again. Your spirit is changed. But we know that we are made of spirit, soul, and body. So many of the things that we hear you are a new creature. All things have passed away. Many of those things are referring to your spirit man. But we have our body, we have our, our soul. Our soul is made of emotion, our will, and our mind. So it's your spirit that is born again, that is transferred to the power of God. It says, so that they may receive forgiveness. Let me tell you. Forgiveness is not received when you are in darkness. When you are in the kingdom of the devil, you don't receive forgiveness at that. It is when you believe and you come to the kingdom of God, then you receive forgiveness. Let me be new to you. The unbeliever who doesn't know Christ or has rejected Christ, does he receive forgiveness in his state? He receives forgiveness when he receives, he accepts Jesus Christ, and then the blood will begin to work on him. The death is for everybody, believers, unbelievers, everybody, the whole world, since Christ died for the world. But you begin to receive forgiveness when you are in the light, so that he transferred us to the kingdom of light, so that we receive forgiveness of sins, and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in him. Our sanctification is by faith also. He has called us, he has brought us to the kingdom of light. His grace is sufficient. The death of Jesus sanctifies us, and we say all those things. But this sanctification is also by faith in him. Jesus say, by faith in me, Jesus speaking. You must believe in him, then you'll be sanctified. Sanctified means what? It means cleansed. It means holy. It means set apart. Sanctified. You are sanctified. You are not dirty anymore. It's by faith. So you can't be transferred to the kingdom of light and just be there and think that all is done. All is not done. I'm coming to make a point. The kingdom of darkness is the kingdom of Satan. And the kingdom of light is the kingdom of Jesus Christ and our God. The kingdom of darkness is a place of sin. And the kingdom of light is a place of forgiveness of sins. So you can't be in darkness and expect forgiveness once you are in darkness. In the kingdom of darkness. You receive forgiveness when you come to the kingdom of light. That's where the grace of God is. He transfers you though you are still a sinner. Only when you believe. The kingdom of darkness it's a place of lust. And the kingdom of light is a place of love. The kingdom of darkness is a, it controls the lust of the flesh. When you're in the kingdom of darkness, you want to satisfy flesh. If I say flesh, not necessarily body. Flesh is a spirit. It's, an, it's a wrong spirit. It's a desire. It, 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 the, the lust is a desire. But it doesn't glorify God. It glorifies the devil. It's last. But the kingdom of light sends the Holy Spirit to lead us. When you're in the kingdom of light, you have the Holy Spirit that is leading you. Captivity is a function of the kingdom of darkness. Being captive, being sick, poverty, rejection, all those things are activities of the kingdom of darkness. So when those things are happening to you, it means that 
there's an element of darkness in your life. When wrong things are happening to you, when you are in captivity, when you cannot control yourself and you keep on doing the wrong things, it means that's that you are, you, you are operating some aspect of your being in the kingdom of darkness. It means that either your mind, your spirit may be born again, but your mind and your body is succumbing to some influence of the kingdom of darkness. And every sin brings some darkness with it. You may be born again. You've been transferred. But you still act, do the things. So every kingdom has its own acts, has its own actions, has the things that you have to do, things that you don't have to do. Every kingdom has it. And it takes our mind and our will and our emotion to decide to do this or that. Some of us are born again. We have been transferred. But we yet have our mind on the things that we used to do in the kingdom of darkness. And anytime you do anything in, uh, for the kingdom of darkness, a certain amount of darkness comes over you. So you've been transferred, but you are still mingling in the kingdom of darkness. And we'll come to talk about the things that, the activities of the kingdom of darkness. And these things brings darkness. So the light cannot take care. If you are doing things in the darkness, it means that you are not putting on the light. You are not making sure the light is shining. Because the, when you come to the kingdom of darkness, kingdom of light, there's light in that kingdom. But that, that light must be in you. So that light must shine. And when it is shining, the stronger it is, the more it dispels the darkness. Hallelujah. Many of us mingle with darkness. We play with the things of the kingdom of darkness. We think it doesn't matter. We think as for this, it doesn't matter. But I tell you today that it matters. If it is of the kingdom of darkness, an activity of the kingdom of darkness, any time you do it, you are bringing some darkness into your space. And when there's darkness in your space, you are allowing the devil to have a hold in your life. As I'm speaking, I'm destroying that power of darkness that is holding you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Liberty and peace is a benefit of the kingdom of God. Captivity is a function of the kingdom of darkness. So there are issues, many issues in the kingdom of darkness. There's a principle of separation from the beginning in Genesis. God said, let the land be separate from the waters. He separates. It's a principle of separation. It says, let the light be separate from the darkness. He called the light day and called the darkness night. It says, the heavens, the waters of the, of the upper firmament should be separated. The waters in the lower, you call one heaven, you call one earth. There's a principle of separation. And that is scriptural. That is Bible. That is spiritual. You cannot mix two things. When the waters take over the land, it's a disaster. We cannot make darkness take over. We must make our light shine. Hallelujah. When your light shines, the darkness cannot comprehend. See, Jesus came as light. When his light shined, the darkness could not comprehend. It's very important we are aware of this principle of separation. It is from beginning. God always wants separation. He called Israel and said, separate yourself. Don't intermarry. Don't do anything. Separate yourself. He calls us and says we should separate. Second Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14. As believers, Paul was saying to the believers in Corinth, he said that, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. I've taught yoke several times. Yoke is when you see two donkeys. They have some wooden some, uh, 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 equipment. They put it on their necks and knock it and put it on the So one equipment. So the two of them have been locked together by one wooden structure so that they work together. They cannot separate. One cannot go here, another go there. They all work in one direction. Bible says, don't be yoked with unbelievers. Because the unbeliever is controlled by the power of darkness. He is going that way. You are supposed to be controlled by the power of light, the spirit, the Holy Spirit. And you are supposed to go the other way. But if you are yoked together, how? Where will you go? 
And yet, we are yoked. And then we complain. Now, I've been a Christian for a long time. I've been going to church for many years. I cannot see this one there. I don't know why God. We are frustrated. I, don't, I can't answer for all issues, but for many issues, and what God has laid on my heart to tell you, that for many issues, it's because we meddle with darkness. We yoke ourselves with darkness. Could be friends. Could be family. Could be thinking. It could be whatever. But we are yoked with darkness. It says, for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? There are some things that are wickedness. Wickedness it doesn't necessarily mean doing bad against somebody. If you're doing bad against yourself, it's wickedness. And some of us are wicked. We do things that we know is not good for us, but yet we do it because of the pleasure, the last of today. It's of thinking of tomorrow. It's of thinking of the future. Thinking of eternity. Thinking of our generations. Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? Light and darkness cannot have fellowship. When the light is shining, the darkness must run sharp. What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? There's no harmony between Jesus and the devil. No. There can't be harmony. You see, ha, your light must shine so that if there's any Belial, any devil, any demon around you, there can't be harmony. The, the, the demon must go. That's where you must get to. Hallelujah. When we come to church and we are doing ministration, I'm praying that God will help me today. We'll do ministrations and we are praying. When we are praying, what happens is that there's so much light around the place. There's so much power. Praise and worship, there's power. That's why you must, you must engage in those things. You are always generating light around. And you must soak the word. As you, you generate that light, we come to church and we do it. There's so much light, there's so much power here. So that the devil cannot stand here. When we came here, here was a shrine. I say it every day, it was a shrine. The devil was here, the gods were here. It's not say they say, they say. It is a fact. That means Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Yossi, Reverend Mrs. Yossi were living among them. They called them and told them. Some of them told them, you people, you think you are this, this is the God, blah, blah, blah. And me too, we were called to Ahimfie. We went, I said, Pastor Do. He went several times. They were bullied. One day I went, I said, me, I've come. They said, uh, the God is here. I said, the God cannot be, the God is here. We must live here. We must let them come and do bura in front here so that there will be point libation for the God. I said, no, if you want water, I'll do borehole for you. They said, no, they want bura to pay libation, to pour libation. I said, no. We are a church. We can't tolerate this. They said, we'll see. said, we'll see. Did I, I came to meet the God here. So we shall see. We are still seeing. <laughs> Hallelujah. There was some rumor that me, I think I'm something, I've put the ball, the God in a bottle and I've locked it and thrown it into the sea. It is the light of God. Hallelujah. The other one I heard that was very interesting was that they said that God, when we came here, he couldn't stay here any longer. So he went to the God at the station. No, there are, these are spiritual principles. Junctions, mountains, and things. There are places that they do things. And they speak. He went to the God at the station. And the God said, no, he won't allow her. He's a woman. He won't allow her to stay there. So the God is going around worrying the elders. So they were coming to do burras right there. I said, no. There must be so much light. There's so much light in this land that when you come here, the devils cannot follow you here. But it behoves of you that that light will be inside you, that wherever you go, you will shine. So when you shine, it's like the devil cannot handle you anywhere. When you come to church, you are fine. We'll pray for you. We'll pray you. You are fine. It will they'll go away small. But if it is not inside you, we are not doing a church where every day you must come for me to pray for you before you can succeed. I want to teach you. That's why teaching is what, how we build a church. So when I teach you and you understand and you meditate on the word and the word is in you, then you can make your way prosperous and have good sources. Hallelujah. So there's darkness and we don't have anything in common with that. What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? You are the temple of God. 
For we are the temple of the living God. That's what the word of God says. You are the temple of God. So you are the temple of God. There should not be any idol. Nothing, nothing of the devil should be close to you. Last, fornication, stealing, all those things. They are wrong. It's against your temple. It doesn't affect God. Lah. People have been doing it for many years. God is still God. He hasn't changed. He's not less than he was. And your goodness will not make him more than he is. But it's to affect you. It's darkness. I'm reading a lot of scripture because I want you to just get it. And one thing I know, how it works, I don't know. One thing I know is that once you are reading the Bible, just reading the Bible, something is happening. There is some light shining inside you and around you. So we read scripture for light. That word is a light. Okay, a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. That is it. The word of God is light. That's why you must read your Bible. Don't be lazy. Read your Bible. Stop looking at all those things. Once in a while you can go and peep at those uh, things on social media. Yes, sometimes you make you laugh and you know what's happening. But spend time reading the word of God because that's why you get light. That's how you overcome the world. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11 and 12 says, says, Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness. There are some works that are of darkness, but instead expose them. Let's not take part in them. When we take part in them, it affects us. It affects us. It makes us try to bring darkness into the place. But let our light shine. Let our light shine so that it will expose every evil. I'm telling you this because we have a part to play. I'm telling you about the part that we have to play to make sure that there's light in our lives. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. There are some things that we do in secret. It's shameful. It's shameful. You cannot say it. You cannot tell anybody. Because of the last of today, the need for today, the satisfaction for today, the, the so-called joy that you, you want to have today, you do some things that dims your light. The light is there, but if you put it off, it will go off. But you must rather fan it. Put more firewood. We went to the camp. We had a little issue. And we had our bonfire. We had bonfire. It was nice, Papa. Marry and come next time. We had bonfire. And <laughs> we had bonfire. And at one point, the bonfire was going down. They were carrying firewood from all over the place to make sure the fire is burning. Make sure your fire keeps burning. Make sure your fire keeps burning by reading the word, by focusing. Let it burn. So when it burns, it will dispel every darkness. John 3, 19 to 21. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light. Because their deeds were evil. Light, Jesus has come into the world. The word of God is in the world. See, the word is light. But people love the darkness instead of the light. Why? But the devil is ensuring that our mind, our emotion, our will is always directed towards the darkness. Everyone who does evil hates the light. So you can't be, say you are born again, you are in the light, and you are still doing wrong things, evil things. You can't do that. Say the grace of God, because of the grace you got, it's not true. You can't do that. There are commandments in the New Testament. It says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Jesus said that. He knows our grace. He is grace. He himself is grace. But it says, if you love me, keep my commandments. There are commandments. Let's not deceive ourselves that there's no law. There's law. The kind of law that they say we are not under is how you go to God with sheep, with goats. You must go through the priest and blah, blah, before you can go to God. And all those ceremonial things for, for worshiping, that is what is no more. But there's, there's law. There's instruction. There, there are commandments. There are things that we should obey. Things that we should do, things that we should not do. And all those things, doesn't, I keep saying, it doesn't make God more God or less God. It makes us be able to assess the light. 
Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. Listen, there are some people in your life, the moment you begin to shine, you, you shine more than you are shining today, they will live your life because they know they will be exposed. And sometimes people, people live your life, it's not because you have done something wrong, it's because you are shining. Take it cool, relax, just be happy, live your life, and keep shining. Hallelujah. There are some people, they will just recreate some trouble, then they will go. The fire is burning them. Some of them are not aware, I'll come to that. Some people are not aware that they are darkness in your life. They are not aware. They are not aware. They are carrying darkness around them. They are not aware. Some are not aware. Some are, but some are not aware. So you don't go call everybody witch. Or call everybody. No. Some are not aware, but they carry darkness. And until they live your life, there will always be things going wrong. But the only way they can go is for you to shine. <laughs> Whoever lives by the truth comes into the light. I told you the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit. If you live by the Holy Spirit, you are in the light so that it may be seen plainly that they have done, that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. If you are in the light, everything you do, you do it plainly, openly, everybody sees it. If you are in the darkness, you hide it. John 1, 1 John 1, 5 to 7. This is a message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you that God is light, and in him there's no darkness at all. No darkness. No shadow of darkness. God is light. So if you are with God, there must be no shadow of darkness. I'll come to a few things that we do that uh, allows darkness into our lives. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie. Let me tell you point blank, grace or no grace, if you are doing uh, things in darkness, I mean evil things, wrong things, you know it's wrong, stealing, fornicating, backbiting, undermining, insulting pastor, beating and having a meeting, and say, daddy has done this, now they you know that you are gossiping about me, or you think that you love the church more than I love the church, or love the church more than God loves the church. I'm, I'm coming, I'm, I'm doing house cleaning, and you are doing all those things. It is affecting you. You are bringing darkness into your life. He called me. If he doesn't want me, you move me and put somebody. You cannot plan and think that you are so and so. Watch it. And now, when you, whatever. No. And if you do that in your family, you do that among people. It's darkness. Concern is darkness. If you don't know, it's a spirit in Takwadi, and we are going to deal with it. Concern is darkness. We are not going to allow it in this church. Never. There's darkness. There's too much darkness. Too much darkness. And we allow it because we say that uh, there's and you are part of it. Pulling people down, saying things. Uh, what's he? What's he say? You have heard that this man, he has done this, all those things. And 90% are not true. And you are part of those propagating it. Do you know Mrs. Agri? Ah, you don't know Mrs. Agri? The one who is married to that man. That man whose father did this and his brother did that, who, whose, whose wife was so and so. And before they described Mrs. Agri, they've, they've spoiled 10 people. That is Takradi spirit. And you are part of it. In your workplace, you are bringing concern. You are bringing darkness into your life. You can't get promotion. You are lazy. You don't go to work in time. It's darkness. In our church, we will not allow the spirit of Takradi to reign. The spirit of God will reign. Amen. A time is coming when, when we see, we hear you drink Kokonsa, we'll come and confront you face to face. And say, I heard you said this. Because people have left church, this church and other churches, because of Kokonsa. It's darkness. And if you are destroying the work of God, it's darkness. Life will not go well for you. It's not you, it's darkness. You will suffer for it. You can't say you are with God and still be allowing darkness. So you've done it as part of your life that you're always gossiping, meeting people. You are here. People have left us because they don't like me. Fine, they can go. 
Then you, are, you go to them and go have meetings with them, and discuss with them, and talk about our church with them. And what is that? What do you want? It's darkness. It's darkness. It's darkness. Then you, you come back and sometimes you want to show that then daddy is wrong or the leaders are wrong or Pastor Ado is wrong. Don't tell Pastor Ado. If you tell Pastor Ado, he'll go and tell daddy. What is happening in this church that I shouldn't know, that you should know? Why should Pastor Ado not tell me? Tell me. <laughs> tell me why I shouldn't know. That you know and you're discussing it. And you think it's not good or whatever. But I shouldn't. If it's a good thing, let me know so I also rejoice. If it's a bad thing, there's nobody who can correct it better than myself. But if you don't want me to know, then it means that you just want to do concussion to spoil the thing. Don't tell Pastor Do. Don't tell him. He's close to that deal. Don't tell him. Then, concussion. Concussion is, look, write it in pieces. The concussion is of the devil. Put it on the wall somewhere. It's darkness. It's darkness. We want the church to grow. We want more people to come and worship with us. Look, I don't like this watch. Those who don't know, there's a clock here. It has been timing me. I don't like it. We want the church to grow. We want people, more people to come and hear the word, come and know the word, and know God. Okay? So if you are doing things and saying negative things, somebody comes and before you realize you are saying negative things about the person, about the other people in the church to the person, destroy. What do you want to gain? Takradi citizen. Citizen of Takradi. Uh, how do you call them? Takradi citizens, how do you call them? Thirty-four. Anyway, let's go. Let me quickly go to the Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 21. Galatians 5, 19. If you know your Bible very well, you know where I'm going to. These are activities of darkness, works of the flesh. Say so now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality. Listen, don't make fun, don't laugh when you hear about threesome. Threesome means that there are at least two, two men, uh, two of the same sex and one of the other sex. Or three of the same sex. It's wrong. It's against the word of God. It's against the Bible. It's against the spiritual, Holy Spirit. It's against. Don't laugh about it. Don't, 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 con- don't think about it. It's wrong. Things like that. Spiritual morality. Fornication, adultery. Everything is wrong. And these are commandments. Uh, you're under grace. So you can do it. It's darkness. These are the things that bring darkness into our lives. Impurity. Sensuality. All these have got to do with sex and some things. Sex is holy in marriage. In marriage, you can do whatever you want. Once you agree. Idolatry. Having idols. Sometimes we don't, now we don't have physical idols there, but it's in our mind. There are some things that you love more than God. It's an idol. Some activities, some, some things that you love more than God. It's an idol. It brings darkness. If you love anything more than God, more than Jesus, more than your faith, it is an idol. It brings darkness. These things bring darkness. These are things that cause darkness in our lives. And sometimes, we don't know. Once there's darkness, the devil comes to work and takes away the glory. Sorcery. Like we've said before, some people just send money that they should go and look inside for them and things. You don't go yourself, but your uncle will look inside for you. But you and you know that, that uncle, if you give giving him money, he will keep doing those things for you. Even though you didn't tell him to do it, you know in your mind you are, in, you are doing sorcery. When it comes to tell us that, oh, because says, hey, don't tell me that again. I'm not interested. I have God, Jesus will talk to me, Holy Spirit will speak to me. I don't want you to go and do anything on my behalf. You want the person to stop it. But you hear it and then it, now it is in your mind and you are, you are adjusting your life in line with that. You are doing sorcery. Face of anger. Some of us get angry too much. Relax. Have, have peace. When you are in the light, people, people ask, <laughs> people have been asking, why has daddy changed? I've changed because 
I'm grown. I know that I'm in the light. I know the light of God is shining on me. Things can be going wrong around me. People can be offending me. People can be saying things that annoy me. People can be doing things that annoy me, but I'm calm. If you are angry to me, it means that you think the things that are happening has impact on you more than God has impact. If you know God has more impact, the light in you is shining. You know that whatever they do, it will not work. Get to that point where you know that the light that is shining from you is so great that nothing that anybody does will work. It may seem to work temporary. It may seem to bring you shame. It may seem to bring you uh, your, your reputation down. Or it may do anything. It may take away some money. It may take away something from you for a while. But ultimately, you know that your light will shine. Hallelujah. If somebody is quiet, it doesn't mean that person admits wrong. So don't be angry. Don't be too angry. Relax. Hallelujah. Rivalry. Some people like rivalry. Church, this, this group, I don't mind if you are friends and you are happy together and you are more close. It doesn't matter. That's fine. But it shouldn't be a group against a group. The rivalry and things like that. No. I have a son here. He's in Liverpool. I'm in Arsenal. Yesterday they won. We lost. But we, we, we are still... You are still friends. Okay. Don't make rivalry uh, 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 thing every time you are creating rivalry. No. Hallelujah. I don't look at his face. <laughs> Dissensions. Every time you are dissenting. And away you say, and you're always disagreeing with everybody on everything and that sort of thing. It's darkness. Then you are bringing tension. It's darkness. It's darkness. Like, can't you just be happy, and allow people to have their own opinion, and let, and let it be. This, when you are doing these things, you know that you are attracting darkness. Divisions. One day we'll look at it much more further. Envy. You envy somebody. Why? Do you know what he has been through? Do you know how he got to where he's gotten to? Do you know where he's going? Don't you know that God may have a good plan for you too? and see what God has for you. Drunkenness. And this is something I want to be very, very clear on. When you eat too much, it's a sin. When you talk too much, it's a sin. Whatever you do too much, like what? You sleep too much, it's a sin. You are lazy. Anything you do too much is a sin. When you drink too much, it's a sin. I... I know that many people are like this and that. Paul said, don't give yourself rules about what to eat and what to drink. But if you overdo it, it's wrong. Drunkenness is a sin. It brings darkness. Drunkenness is drinking in excess. It's a sin. It brings darkness. So some people say, because I don't want to Sin by drunkenness, I'll not drink at all. God bless you. Somebody says, I know what I can drink. I know my limit. And he's drinking. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. In this church, we are not here to rule on that. If I may go into a little detail. Most of the time when Jesus talked about money, he was talking about filthy lacquer. It is money. Anything he said about money was wrong. Was using money as a bad example. The rich cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. It's more difficult for rich to enter the kingdom. Things like that. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. Things like that. But we still love money. We still like money. We still work for money. Isn't it? Jesus, and I'll say this in authority, and you know, his first miracle was to turn water to wine. His last, one of the last things he did was to say, drink this wine in remembrance of me. Why are people making so much fuss about drinking wine? But if you are, drunkenness is wrong. But drinking is not necessarily wrong. I see it on authority. That is the stand of love sanctuary. doesn't matter what any other, any other person says. If you are happy, put your hands together. 
<laughs> All this, I want to say like threesome and things like that, some stupid sexual adventure and things like that. It's darkness. Sex is good with your wife is good, but beyond that, it's bad. Just like drinking. If I catch you drunk, if you're a leader and I catch, I catch you drunk, <laughs> and, and things like this, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Being in the kingdom of God is one thing. Inheriting it is another So this thing will not make you inherit. It hurts me that enjoying the benefits thereof. So idolatry, sorcery, enmity, enmity. Some people like enemies. Why? Enmity, strife. You are always striving, jealousy, fits of anger, all those things. It doesn't help you. Okay? Sexual immorality. All those things don't help you. It doesn't make you benefit from what God has for us in his kingdom. Hallelujah. The devil casts spells. So apart from the things that we have to do, these things we can control. We can decide that, look, this is of the devil, I won't do. This is of God, I'll do. That sort of thing. But there's the last part which I want us to listen to carefully. The devil casts spells of darkness over people. There are some things, it's not what you are doing. But there's a curse that is spelled, that is, a, what is it, a spell that is cast or a cast or a spell, whatever. There's something that's over you. Okay. And no matter what you do, there's darkness around you. You can't succeed. You're not doing well. You can't prosper. Nothing works. It casts that over families, over communities. It can be a, a, a so-called church, a gathering, an association, whatever. And the devil casts a spell. If we don't take time as a church, the devil can cast a spell on us. And the people cast several spells on us, but it didn't work. But if we allow it, it can work. If we don't stand strong and let our light shine, it will work. Your family, there can be a spell cast by an enemy, by somebody. And the, over nations, there are spells that are cast. There are locations that there's a spell cast. The moment you are part of that location, somebody's house, they do something before they build the house, or they themselves, they are in some, in some court. You live in that house, you will never, never succeed because there's a spell cast on the house. You work in a company and the owner is connected to a fetish or a shrine or an occult or something and you see that you'll be there and you can never, never succeed. They pay you no matter what. You can't do nothing with the money. There's a spell cast. And you can't succeed. Your life is because of where you are. I've been through that before. Where I worked with a company many years later. If I was still in that company when I went for a prayer meeting and a demon manifested, your pastor, a demon manifested in me. I wasn't a pastor then, hallelujah. That should be 1991, there are about 92. A demon manifested. I mean, the demon was speaking. And the demon said that he entered me because I opened my heart when I was working for the company. Because he is the spirit behind the company. It's from Togo because the owners of the company went to Togo to take that spirit. And he manifested. And sometimes this thing becomes a spell that's cast on you. And these are cast through demons and human agents. There are some people who are agents. Some of these agents are unaware, like I said earlier. But the moment they are around you, you will not prosper. If you are married or you are about to marry, you must agree that you will work together to defeat every spell, every demon that is bringing darkness into your lives. One person may be carrying a spirit unawares, but when two are together, they put to flight 10,000. The spirit that one person could not cast when they are together, and they agree. There must be agreement. When one person says, for me, I don't care. And the other person says, me, I care. It will never work. How can two be together? Unless they agree. Hallelujah. There are spells cast. And we must work on it. Sometimes people are unaware. 
some friends, they have spell cast on them. You are so close to them until they live your life. You can never succeed. Never. And some are away. Some are away that they've consulted occult. They have some hidden things that is affecting you, but they will not tell you. Some go and exchange destinies. I've been through that one too before. God revealed to me when I came to their minds. Showed me some things, some, some things that happened in the past and said, on that day, this is what happened. When you give him that money, that's what happened. On that, that sort of thing. Because you don't understand how that person could be better than you. Maybe financially. But spiritually, it was never better. Hallelujah. So there are spells that are cast. And then some of the darkness is transgenerational. You don't know nothing about it. If your mother may not know nothing about it, your father may know nothing about it, but it is transgenerational. And these are spirits that we deal with. And we break them by prayer. We pray them by fasting. When you fast, when you pray, there's light. When you fast, there's even more light. Hallelujah. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Hallelujah. So there are forces of the forces. It's not what you do or what you didn't do. It is there. And we wrestle against them. This morning, I wanted to spend a few minutes to wrestle against any power of darkness that is working against us as individuals. Shall we be on our feet? This, this morning, my wife was playing this song. It has entered my spirit. Boame, boame, ready, Jesus. Somebody sing for me. Sing it powerfully. Let's all sing it powerfully, and then we'll pray. Oh, Thank you for tuning in. For more inspiring messages like this, search for Prosper Asamwa on your podcast. You are also invited to worship with us in person on Sundays at 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. for the love experience. On Tuesdays, be a part of our Destiny R service, teaming with testimonies about the power of God from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. You can locate Love Sanctuary at Anaji of the Ntankofu Road, a few meters from the Queen of Peace School. Love Sanctuary International, manifesting the love, wisdom, and the power of God. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to him.